they're having serious meetings and of course the person wanted to you know pop their presentation because yes it was popping and during that presentation a picture pops up and it's them on holiday unfortunately Oop. naked um and you can imagine um i mean <laughs> i mean <laughs> guys welcome to the show again it's the third it's the magic one i i remember we we mentioned that one like the third i think it was claudine you're like three is a magic number three so we are on that episode three from three hosts coming from three locations welcome to the sister sister podcast we hope that you have been enjoying the previous episodes we have kicked off two episodes the first one was talking about love self-love to be specific the second one was talking about beauty uh the beauty industry beauty standards to be more specific and the third one well it's going to be a surprise but before we jump into that you guys know this is the space a safe space where we really dive into topics that are not discussed widely as women things that we care about things that you care about and we find ways to navigate the world as women who are bold so living life boldly living life fiercely and freely <laughs> <laughs> oh yes oh yes oh that's so lovely that's so lovely so welcome back to our third episode the magic one and claudine is going to walk us through a topic which is so important so important claudine so today we are talking about cyber security and what do i mean about that we we, we really want to dive in to the digital footprint that is information which you leave about yourself on the internet we want to look at how that affects your reputation your emotional health your mental health and even your employment so there is so much to talk about today and yeah i'm excited to dive in are you excited guys oh yes definitely interesting topic yeah i mean do, do you really understand what a digital footprint is like for me i feel like it's a new term which which i began to understand with the rise of the social media era yeah i mean i i think that um definitely a lot of times i've come to light <laughs> in in you know the rise of social media and all that but uh i mean i mean if you break it down simply digital footprints is basically like saying like how you <laughs> how you walk about in the in the digital world so basically it's like how your information and your data and you know um the things that you put on social media how you know it it moves you know from you know one um app or one you know space you know something like that to another you know and a lot of people don't really know much about that which i mean which is why this topic is going to be interesting and enlightening as well you know just for people to understand what that mm. is about mm. and, and i mean the topic itself i mean cybersecurity is such a, a a large topic right but when I, I look at normal people like us, I feel like the digital footprint is the most important thing to us. But the digital footprint, can it also exist for corporations, 
or at that level. So I feel like there's, there's a lot to the word cybersecurity. Claire, what do you think? Uh, absolutely. I mean, there's a lot to the cybersecurity and I think it starts with the digital footprint because that is all, and I mean all, of your online activity. Yes, you heard me. <laughs> so everything, <that> <laughs> uh, including trolls, <laughs> including, <laughs> including, and this is where it gets tricky. Guys, guys, uh, no joke, no joke. But honestly, wait, like what gets tricky wait. now is, 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 wait for it, wait for it. But when I'm speaking to you yeah. now, because you have turned on your microphone for some applications that um, are cloud applications, it could be that you are unintentionally having online activity because of the A, people you interact with, places you work, or just, I don't know, just the, the landscape that you're in. If you're in public spheres, especially now, if you're in a tram or for people who don't know what a tram is, it's, geez, what is a tram? It's a, it's public transport um, uh, that, that, yeah, that Germans or German speaking languages usually use a, a bus, a, a train version, whatever it is. Uh, and people can record you. People can record you and unaware put you online. So I, I feel like digital put footprint is really extensive. But all in all, it's what do people find if they search you on the Internet? It's all things, every single thing. Yeah, talking about oh, that, yeah. Claire, even Siri records sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. I know. Tell so annoying. Like you just blew my mind when you say that, Claire. Because I, I just realized when you say that that oh my goodness, there is the direct digital footprint which you think about like when you're maybe posting stuff on social media, right? Yeah. But then there's this yeah. indirect one which is coming from maybe even when the government is collecting information about me. And yeah. Yep. There's so much happening, and it's not. Yeah, it, 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 it's just like it's just like a clubhouse right now. Like people actually are recording like conversations. So like you just think that you're going in a room and talking, but somebody's actually recording you. So I think that they updated their policies to say that you have to say if you're recording, like you have to announce it if you're um the host of a room and you're maybe recording the conversation to maybe like upload somewhere. Like you have to tell people like, oh, by coming up to speak, you consent to being recorded. Yeah. I like that you brought that up, Baby Sola, because Clubhouse currently has this one option where you actually put all your contacts at cyber risk at a risk basically because what happens when you join clubhouse you join with your invite right at that yeah. moment nothing happens but did you guys know that the minute when you decide to invite somebody you give clubhouse the permission to access your contact list and at that point in time wow. clubhouse has access to all your contacts and they are able to build profiles because they are able to see oh, this certain number keeps on popping up from this person, from this person. So someone who's not on Clubhouse, mm. maybe someone who's just an Android user is already in that algorithm. So wow. it was, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was 
it was brought up recently on one of the newspapers because here in Germany, some prominent people started using Clubhouse. And somebody said, these people could have Angela Merkel's number on their phones. So which phone are they using for Clubhouse? Amazing. Because they could have given Clubhouse Angela Merkel's number. Can you think about that? Wow. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, that's why, I mean, if you think of things like Clubhouse, at least you know that it's it's still a better application and they're working on security. So, for example, in, in some of the town halls that they have had, uh, in the future version, your phone number will not be the way that you log in. Uh, they will change that uh, to have your email address. So it's it's a very ripe application and, and they are uh, still security issues for sure. And it goes to show that your digital footprint is not just your own information or your own inter interaction, you know, of your shared or stored information online. But it's really everything. And then one of the things, when you think of search engines, right, um, your history reveals a lot about you. Your contact list reveals a lot about you, your network and things like that. So it makes this topic really, really important. And, and I'm glad that we are starting with that digital footprint because that's where everything starts. Everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I feel like each one of us has a profile on the internet. They know what books we like to read. They know what we like to eat. They know our routines. It's so easy to, to put that picture together from your digital footprint. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, what did you Google? What did you Google 30 minutes ago? What did you search <laughs> on that? <I> know. <laughs> what was your last just... search history? <laughs> I oh just realized goodness. that my Gmail had been saving up my location history. I didn't know that. I was so upset when I found out. I'm like, why do you want to know everywhere I've been? Like, so annoying. I put, I put it off with such Stop anger. Stop shouting me. I'm at like, us. Stop. Well, it's not, <laughs> not me, girl. I don't even so, know where I'm, you were. <laughs> I'm sorry, girls, but that's that's how upset I was. I'm like, what? Gmail? Like, what has Gmail got to do with locations? Like, this is, it's, it's just ridiculous. They just, and, and that's why Facebook had, uh, you know, that, um, those um data issues and and they actually keep having them because it's just it's just ridiculous how much data these people are trying to get like they want to know everything and i mean i understand that it could be beneficial but then it just for for especially for individuals and even for corporations as well it just feels like you have no privacy anymore like it's it's ugh. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand the frustration. And uh, you know what? I, I think it's important we're having this conversation. And thank you, Claudine, um, you know, that, that we're having this conversation. Um, one of the things I really think, and we're going to come to that, is you can control this. You own your digital footprint. Um, and it's something that um, I've been looking at. There are some people who, who say, well, look, I don't want to partake in any of this. I have friends who honestly till today have a, what do you call it? The 3110, the mobile where I need to call them. <laughs> what? I'm the telling Nokia's, you. The Nokia the phones. The Nokia, not because wow. they don't have money, because, like, you know, like my, my family, I wouldn't, like, you know, at home, 
it took me a while to have a phone. So I, I had other reasons why I was not using a phone, you know, long back. But they, my, some of my friends intentionally say, well, look, I don't want anything of mine out there. I'm not going to participate. If you want to be in my tribe, call me. And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> wow. do you know that if you have a phone as well, you are anyhow on some sort of system. So anyhow, yeah, but okay, exactly. they're reducing their digital footprint and they're trying to own their digital footprint. And I think there's so many ways that you can own your digital footprint. I think this is um, something exciting where we can also discuss that as we go on um, speaking about all the things on this cybersecurity topic. Yeah, absolutely, Claire. Uh, because the other thing which I was just thinking about is like how permanent it is, right? So I can delete my search history if I've searched for yeah. something and I don't want people to see it. But the thing is, it's not gone. No, it's gone. It's, it's gone in the cloud somewhere. <laughs> and it's in the cloud somewhere and it's yeah. there forever. Yep, yep. So, so yeah, forever. I think... But, but, um... But to think about that, I, I mean, we, at least me and Claudine, right, we are in Europe. Um, and Bemisola, you might need to educate us about how it is in the States. But for us, for example, uh, in 2018, things changed and uh, it gave even more power to people to say, look, delete it. And when a person says delete it, they really mean take it out. Uh, and also from the cloud, I don't want this, you know, thing or whatever it is to be there on my digital footprint. And, and this is something I feel empowers people to actually protect themselves and to say, hey, this is my digital footprint. And that is what I want to see when I open my my footprint. Right. Because it's yours at the end of the day. It is you. But there are lines because when you are in public spaces, yes, you are in a public sphere and there are certain things that one needs to be also aware of, right? Definitely. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know how it is here in the States, but definitely people are starting to complain as well and calling out um, um, all these companies who are really gathering data like Facebook, Google, and, you know, and... and uh, even even from the lawmakers and the policymakers in general, they need to make better, you know, um, privacy laws, you know, um, just to just to make everyone feel safer. Yeah, especially women. I have to defend the lawmakers in a way because I feel like technology just rapidly advanced. Right, it, it happened overnight. Yeah. It was so quick that no one had control over it right so it's always the the story of the of the cat and the mouse the world has evolved so fast and the lawmakers are basically running behind it trying to control it and they are trying like we'll get to it a bit later but you'll see that they are actually now trying to control it but i think it just happened so fast and no one expected it you know absolutely absolutely which kind of brings us right to our second part, right? Right, ladies, right. Yes. Definitely, which is how do you control it? Like, how do you control your digital footprint? Well, I mean, definitely. <laughs> how, how do you control <laughs> something which you have no control over? 
<laughs> well, like like uh, Claire said, you you do have a measure of control over it. Um, first of all, being mindful of what you as a person put out there, you know. And then second of all, like just sometimes like the day that I found out that uh, Gmail was recording my locations, I was just like, you know what, let me just look at my settings and see what's going on. You know, so sometimes you want to do that. You want to look at your settings. You want to look at the apps and when we download this app sometimes we're just in a rush and we're just like oh yes i agree without even reading you know everything and sometimes we've given these applications permissions for so many things and we don't even know right so sometimes you you do want to look at that you want to go back and and look at oh okay i didn't give you access to you know record my locations i didn't i didn't give siri access to record my everything i was saying and you know they'll put it there in such a funny way they'll be like oh help us improve our application by allowing us to access mm -mm, take that from some somebody else <laughs> not me right it is um it is important to at least on your own end, you know, do for yourself what you can do. And then hopefully as, as the lures get better and the, um, the, you know, these data collecting, um, organizations, you know, um, I become responsible or held responsible. Then we can all move on from there. Yeah, absolutely. So like I gather from what you're saying, Bermusola, I think really due diligence and doing your own research and being informed is where you can start really it's the starting point because before i moved to germany for example i felt like my digital footprint was a mess because i would just download apps facebook is the new app i just downloaded i didn't take time to read the terms and conditions and i didn't know that i had the option to say no to some things right I, I just saw the app. I thought, oh, I need to accept everything. So I would accept everything to just start using the app. But now I now have that pose to say, what exactly does this app want from me? And to then ask myself sometimes to say, do I really need it? You know, and really have that option to say, let me look for something else. Because in Germany, I've met people who say, no, I don't want to use WhatsApp. I'd rather use Telegram because of A, B, C, D. So I feel like it really starts with you being informed and knowing that you have the power to say no to everything on the internet. And I, it depends really on, on the application, um, but you, you can write to the application, to the support, to have specific things um, deleted. And I, I think we'll get to that as to why that could be important um, because, I mean, there are people I've met who say, well, look, um, I don't care. There are 7 billion people out there. Um, so why should anyone care about my data? I'm just a nobody, right? And and yeah, to some extent, I do agree with that, that I think um, it really depends on the spheres that you're navigating at. But as women, I think the reason why we're also discussing this is there are some things that are specific to women uh, that jeopardize the safety that are really, really crucial in order to discuss this and to give control to to own your data because this is you. And I think when we are looking at the whole um, digitalization, right? A lot of people, when I when I listen to the corporates, well, corporates are like, 
we are having a digital roadmap. And what they mean is sometimes we are installing Skype, we're bringing teams so that you can interact together or things like that. But when you're really talking about digitalization is think of you, your, your physical self, all the things that you care about, the, your family, the moments, everything, right? Your assets, everything. Think of that being able to be digitalized in a way that you can share it, that you can download, and you're sort of giving people in onto those private moments, right? Because that's that's what digitalization is, a, is about. You're making it easier to share things. You're making it easier to interact. Um, and that's where the whole digital um, currency is going as well, right? When you think of the blockchain and things like that. So the world is going to e even evolve more where some people are even beyond and they're talking about um, like this neural links, what, what people sometimes talk about inserting chips and things like that. And you're making things even more digital, um, which means what I can just say is every single app, you have the right to take things out. And you need to just read the clause. Sometimes they want you to write a specific clause. And if it's really something where you need to involve a lawyer, do so. If it's something that is really important to you, have somebody that, that reads your rights. Because sometimes we don't know our rights, right? So that's just my little tip to say, um, yes, you have the right. But in some cases, if it's a very high level sensitive topic, get an expert who guides you because there are certain words you might need to say. An example of this is during the pandemic, um, everyone knew that if you didn't have money to pay certain things, you are allowed to release yourself. But you are only allowed to do so when you type a certain clause. And it doesn't help mm. if you just say, hey, I can't pay. You need to write a specific legal clause. And in some cases, you need to do that to take legal action that it's removed or whatever it is. So you need to seek an expert, depending on your case. Yeah, like I still have a question, though, Claire, there, because I'm wondering, can can my digital footprint really be erased? So, for example, we know that you have the right to request your information from Facebook, for example, or Instagram or any of those portals, you actually have the power to say, I want a copy of all the information, right? And then there are also some agencies which say you can pay a certain amount for them to erase that. But is it really gone? Because if you remember, there was always the issue of ways the data being stored, right? Because people like Facebook, we always have the, the, the issue that the data is not being stored here in Europe, but somewhere in the states so the question is is it really gone is it really erased from the internet <laughs> it should be it should be by law if you have yeah by law it should be of course i mean you can still find it here but compliance uh, by gdpr compliance you need to, and this is why I'm saying seek an, seek an expert. I'm not an expert, but I know, for, for example, uh, in my line of, of work back, back um, two years ago, we had to renew all our contractual agreements um, in order to include a certain clause to protect the employees. And if anyone has ever worked with the German Workers' Council, whoa, I'm telling you, <laughs> you need to do due diligence. <laughs> so, of course, the German Workers' Council was on our ass in order to bulletproof every single thing. 
and it worked i mean it it's tedious but you protect yourself and not just yourself in this case because it's a company you have to ensure you're protecting your employees uh, and it's things sometimes it's tedious discussions like yes um if i catch a ride for the company right um or if i'm logging into some of the systems that we use that store data on the cloud how do i as an employee know that if i leave my data is not there anymore and you also want to be sure that if you're a startup if you're a business if somebody leaves they don't have access anymore so yes it should be completely deleted because it just jeopardizes a lot of things and it can be risky it's tedious but which is why i'm saying well seek an expert and by compliance yes they should remove certain things and make sure that they are removed there are some instances where people will plain blankly tell you sorry our system is not advanced yet which means if you delete something it still stays somewhere in a cloud in china or in a server in china and you have to deal with that but you have to sign agreements where you know and i'm glad you brought that where's your data stored Yeah. So yeah. seek an expert yeah. guys. I'm not an expert. <laughs> yeah. We're making you into one. And also in the workspace really I feel like that's one area where most people need to be more careful because some of us we we get devices from our employers so you can use you are allowed to use that phone also for for private purposes, right? and we don't really think about it where where are you store, storing your private data and where are you storing the company data because if anything were to happen your data goes with the company really i feel like that's such a, a serious issue to consider yeah absolutely wow, yeah. absolutely and tip to anyone please don't ever store your personal data on company Mm. It's actually against the compliance. <laughs> it's non-compliant to do so. <laughs> But don't even if it's one picture, one little picture, yes, don't. okay. But yeah, yeah, we know it happens and and yeah. Really? Just make sure it's not But... the the pictures. <laughs> the ones, the pictures. <laughs> you 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 guys notice how quiet I am? <laughs> you guys are breaking my table <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh very sola i have to break a, a story but i really hope it doesn't blow but i was told people were in a meeting and it was really high level people right so you're talking board whatever they're having serious meetings and of course the person wanted to you know pop their presentation because yes it was popping and during that presentation a picture pops up and it's them on holiday unfortunately Ooh. naked um and you can imagine um <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean <laughs> guys guys and i mean the company has a right if they decide to take your laptop or whatever it is or even if they don't decide to take your laptop i think a lot of people have had if you have an issue with it sometimes it can log into your laptop right um uh, what do you call it remotely so of course remotely. any your the the company has access to that <laughs> so that was a funny story but it was funny Uh, but it wasn't too funny for i think the person who was doing the the presentation or <laughs> definitely not <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the 
well that that must have been a really hot presentation if you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) well it broke the ice it really did break the ice Mm. (laughs) oh my gosh but we can talk all day about this bam Yeah, but I just wanted to add an example before we move on to say, guys, it's really important to be careful because I know of a case where the secretary sent somebody's compensation details to the wrong recipient. And and that was, and it was such a big scandal, you know, and immediately she had to inform IT that I have sent this email with the wrong. And, you know, the company, we had to bring in a team to actually deal with that because it was such oh and you know, this this can easily happen you can easily send an email to somebody and at that moment you've reached oh my gosh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah this is like the the indirect part right because other people's information is jeopardized um and it brings us i guess claudine you want to bring us to to like like these yeah. consequential moments um yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to say i think it brings us to the next part really to say what happens right <laughs> when when your digital footprint is what compromised happens? what happens what, what are the happens, consequences yeah. what happens yeah i mean it depends on i mean the, the kind of data it is i'm i'm talking like this because i just i just feel so confident that i really don't have anything you know, even that, even if it, you know, came out for whatever reason, would be like, ooh, or oh, it's scandalous kind of thing. Are you sure? So, Are you sure, Bermisala? Do you know that someone can steal your identity from the internet mm. and use your uh, details well, to commit well. crime? Scam some some lady yep. in the in the UK yep. and pretend to be you, and you or get catfish. in trouble for that. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Somebody might be dating. Now that you guys put it like that, Sola, you know, dating. <laughs> oh, that's what... <laughs> well, <laughs> I just hope that they are very. I just hope that whoever is doing is. I just hope they are dating very sexy men because my standards are mm. very high. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but guys, actually, wow, that's true. And, and and look how naive me was thinking. And I guess that's how probably a lot of people do think. Like, oh, I have nothing dangerous out there. But oh yeah, gosh. I mean, oh my wow. god, have you guys ever catfished oh my somebody? I'll tell you. Like, have you? Have you ever catfished somebody or you were catfished? I mean, I, 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 I'm going to be honest. I, I have catfished names, names, not faces. Not, I would use my picture and just be like, hi, my name is Claire. <laughs> I think we, we, we all do that. This? Even in person, when somebody asks you, what's your name? You just give them a, a wrong name. Yeah, because you don't know if you, you know, if I like you enough to. Why? Give why? That's, that's why? the only one that I ever did. Why, girls? Like, why? Just so that, just no, because if you see me somewhere next time and I, I, I don't like you, so you can't. You're gonna be like, hey, Claire, hey, Claire. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not Claire. You know. <laughs> oh my god. To protect my identity. <laughs> I feel so sorry. No, no, I haven't catfished so people, but. In dialogue, I have. So I've taken my friend's phone and just communicated with somebody who she was texting and pretended to be her because maybe I was just able to express myself better. So, so is that catfishing? 
Okay, that that's different. Yes. Because actually, no. But but wait, wait. Okay, let's separate real catfishing, guys. Guys, like this guy, if he's going to go on a date, he's not gonna like. You're not gonna pop up on his date, are you? He's gonna roll in with the girl who he thinks he's talking to. Maybe she'll he she'll bore him, but she he will meet the real person at least in face like <laughs> live. <laughs> Okay, I get it. I get the concept. Like you've tricked him to think that somebody is fun and exciting, and then might not be a match. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Never mm-hmm. thought of that. No, but I, I never I, actually I, thought of I, that. I've been catfished with people where you see the, the 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 pictures, and when you get to go to the date with that person, somebody else shows up. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, Claudine? Do you like stay and try to have them explain, or do you just walk out? The good thing is I'm always in hiding, right? Because I'm very I I, I, <laughs> I don't trust these things. So whenever I, I have a date with somebody I've met on the internet, I make sure that I get the Ellie and I hide somewhere where I can see the person, and then I call the person and just observe them coming, right? And if I feel like running away, then I'll do it. So, yeah, I, I walk away. That is wow. so I have never powerful. been on a blind date, so. Uh, wow. That's so powerful. Guys, how did we go from That's so powerful. No, cybersecurity? I, wait, 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 wait. But this is related. It's linked because I like what Claudine said. Because well, true, the, true. These are safety measures in terms of you have put out your digital footprint you're interacting with somebody else's digital footprint at least you know if you're online dating or whatever it is and there are certain consequences on either having a false you know identity there's so many things where you know you can jeopardize yourself and things like that which brings us to the more serious stuff so i think we are really really now getting to the heart of what can happen when a your digital footprint is either misused or when you interact with people that you don't who maybe present themselves falsely to you um and there's so many other things i can think of uh, really so many things that happen on the dark net as people want to put it or or just really innocent things right where you you're chatting with somebody or the cyber stalking there's so many things so many linked to this online dating um world as well Claudine do you want to tell us something you have <laughs> you have this look you, you have this look like girl i want to tell you something but uh uh is this the right time girl <laughs> I mean, this is a global safe place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True, yeah, true. Right. It is. It is, man. You know, it is. No, man. I wanted it to say, man. especially for, for for young women, man, you you really need to be careful about what you do on the internet because yep. we have what we call cyber stalking, right? Yep. We have trolls, mm. and like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. we, we are in the digital age, right? Where most of our communication happens online. We date online, but. Let me just give yep. you guys an example of what can happen with, with cyber stalking. Yep. A few years ago, yep. when I was still at university, I had a stalker, a cyber stalker. Man. 
So a few years ago, uh, I had a stalker at university. And I don't know whether I should call this person a cyber stalker or a real stalker, because they then oh actually my. amount to both things. So what would happen was I used to get uh, messages on my Instagram, and this person would be like, hi, Claudine, how are you? How was uni today? Uh, you know, first you always try to be polite, right? Because you don't want to be mean on the internet and just block people. And then this person oh will gosh. start to tell you, will tell me what I was wearing. Oh, yeah. I saw oh, my you gosh. Today. But wait a minute. Hold, yeah. hold up. Hold up. Hold up. So this person was writing to you and you responded to them, right? On what, what, what was the relationship there? Or, you know, what was the, the whole dynamics behind that? Yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I was young then, right? I, I, I was on Instagram, mm. and it was just normal yeah. that people slide into your DMs, right? Oh, <laughs> the slide in your DMs! What? <laughs> oh, girl! So, you post a nice picture, or a friend will post a picture and tag you, and then someone somewhere you. on the internet will see you and slide into your DM, right? So when someone slides into your DM, you're not going to be mean. When somebody says hi for the first time, you don't just block that person because, oh hello, you never know. You oh never know gosh. who's on the Femisola, other side. do you hear that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean. Well, so what happened? What happened? So, so, yeah, so it was, I would actually say he also groomed me in a way because I think the first few messages mm. were like really nice. Hi, um, I, I see you at yeah. the university. What are you studying, right? And I was like, oh, who's yeah. this, right? Who's this nice guy? I'm loving yeah. the attention. And then it, it starts to be like, mm. um, oh, is your coffee good? Like I'm on campus. I just got myself a coffee at the cafeteria. Come on. I have a message and the person is asking me, how is my coffee? How, how is my muffin? Creepy. You know, when, when you Ugh. get that, then you think of like, oh, yeah. I don't know who's texting me. This could be anybody. This could be a girl. This could be my best friend trying to see how I interact with strangers on the internet. Right. Claudine, mm. hold up, hold up, hold up, girl. Like, I'm, oh my gosh. But what was his picture like? Because I'm always, okay, I am that person who I love it when people slide into my DMs, right? Because I'm like, yeah, you know, natural, brave, yeah. Well, what, what was his picture like? Or, you know, <laughs> like, I don't know, because this can happen to anybody. Like, I mean, okay, the younger version self is very different from now, I, I believe. But at that time, I'm just wondering, because you, you probably had connected right and you think oh this is a decent person etc and then suddenly you now are starting to get these messages of oh ni nice coffee and they're basically stalking you right yeah exactly so like i mean I, I really can't remember i think it was just something vague like a nature peak or something like that right and, and i okay. mean i got you're it you're young okay. i was mm. so young i i i when someone sends me a message, I didn't jump to, hmm, there's no profile information here. Let me block this person. And this person mm. actually had followers, other students, right? So I could see, oh, he has some right. friends. And his friends are people I know yeah. from the university, mutual friends. So you're just thinking it's someone in my circles, right? 
Yeah. And then the minute you get that, I mean, this this is the time where you start to look around a bit because you're thinking, oh, this person is watching me now, but you don't know who they are. And you ask them, hey, who are you? Nothing. And then when it got scary was when midnight, right? The late hours (laughs) where everything happens. I'll get these pictures of his private situation, right? And that's the most no. Guys, wow. don't laugh. It's not. It's like I know it's not funny. It's. I really don't this know how to explain how that feels when when somebody just sends you their their situation, and you have not asked for it, right? Yeah, mm. just like an invasion of your mind, your space, your. It's an invasion of your privacy, that's, that's of true. everything. And I think yeah. when the first pick hit, I blocked, right? And then the messages kept mm. on coming. And now they became mean. Oh, God. It was like, oh, yeah, you stupid. <laughs> oh, I see you oh, walking man. with your friends. So it, it was difficult. It was really difficult. And um, mm. I don't want to say oh, lucky me for me, but... Um, it just happened that at the time, this person was cyber stalking many other girls at, at the university, mm. right? So mm. the power of Facebook, power of social media, people wrote about it on Facebook and said, hey, I've been getting these messages. And sooner than later, we found out that it was like 15, 20 girls who were all in the same situation, right? So we created a community and, and just started trying to, you know, heal help each other heal through that so yeah that was a very scary experience really that's very scary very very scary and it actually reminds me in in real life like um we used to call them back home like corner boys like boys who would stay in the corner lurking and then they would whistle and at home when boys whistle mm-hmm. or when boys are like, oh, you look good, girl. You know, you're, you're at first, you know, as I think of the younger version of me, you're like, mm, okay, yeah, yeah, I look good, mm. yeah. And then when you start ignoring them, they start like, oh, you don't, you didn't even look good. Plus you're skinny. Who, like, who would even want to, you know, be with you as skinny as you are? And then they just start because of that rejection, right? And then now this yeah. is brought into mm-hmm. this cyber world it's digitalized and you can't see them anymore and the and this is what i'm just thinking like you know people who troll you can't see their face anymore and now they uh, you know building really this dangerous place because you can't see them they they feel that they can um bully and abuse people or invade people's private space like wow exactly so when people are behind the screen they have such power. It's what Bemisola Bemisola. I think you were the one talking about keyboard warriors. Keyboard keypad warriors. warriors. They only know how to fight. <laughs> I the think he's on the keypad. I think we need to give them like a. We need to give them like a song, like a like a song, like a full of keyboard warriors. <laughs> hey, you keyboard warrior! Don't bully me! Don't bully me! Don't. Don't don't bully me. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> they're gonna they are coming for you, oh baby Sola. They're gonna clap back. They are gonna call you. They're going to call you the mic warrior because you just call them the keyboard warrior. Because I just attacked them through my mic, right? 
I the mean, mind. I don't, I don't know why people would just like if I, I see so many things I don't agree with on social media. I just pass. I just, just, just go away. Like, how do you have the time to come to my page and comment on my post of myself and tell me how ugly I look or how my dress is not pretty or how my like Absolutely. what? Yeah. Just because you feel like you are hiding behind your keypad. Come on, guys. Let's do better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then this absolutely. is, I think, the the whole, the the big mission of of digital spaces, right? When people are speaking of places like Clubhouse that are still developing, or now when you see the more advanced Facebook or Instagram, um, where in all of these places you have the ability to. In, in Clubhouse, you have the ability to report somebody. On Instagram, you have the ability to block someone uh, and also report them. Um, and, and, you know, this brings us Clubhouse, to... Clubhouse has a report for trolling now. It does. Mm-hmm. Report for trolling. Exactly. 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 Yeah. But oh this also God. goes to Claudine, show... Like... that story. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I mean, I I did delete my socials for a while, which is actually sad because then I I lost contact with most of my, um, you know, primary school friends and all that, Mm. but because I had to get rid of that account. And at the time, the police could not really help us, right? Because when Mm. you were reporting Mm. a stalker, at the time, there were no laws which were in place, which could actually protect Mm. you from that because it was just this mm. thread hanging in the air and the police actually need yeah. a tangible act against you to be done in order for them to act right so mm. yeah yeah and I, I was just thinking how many people have had their lives destroyed by the internet you know because there are people absolutely angry things angry on the exes. internet <laughs> And, and there are people who have said things on the internet when they were a bit younger, you know, years back. And now those things in the society we live in are considered, um, what's the word? Not appropriate. Inappropriate. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. and people have lost their jobs, lost their careers yeah. and, and really been, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you guys. So yeah, I'm looking forward to, have us check what's on our digital footprint and to start controlling that and holding people accountable in these spaces um, as well as as women um, who experience much more than maybe men experience on, on the spaces. So thank you for that. I would just say to round up, guys, the call to action. You guys know where to find us. This is our third episode. We hope that you love it and you can tell us what you loved about it and tell us about experiences that you have heard, had, Aish, that you have had. (laughs) Tell us about experiences. That you have, okay, maybe that you have heard, but that you have personally had um, that really pertain to your security on the cyberspace and how you navigated that. We're really interested and we're happy to help you navigate this space as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
absolutely and support you as hopefully big sisters or aunties or whatever you want to call us um, and visit us on our instagram page sister sister podcast or on the page sister slash sister dot org or cleolani and you will find everything there where we also host uh, rooms or whatever if you're on clubhouse so we're happy to host you there as well so thank you so much and we absolutely absolutely are happy to have the guys that have interacted with us we appreciate you and thank you so much here is to a third episode thank you guys so lovely to always thank have you conversations guys. With you. thank you guys stay winning love you awesome stay chillin stay <laughs> living life boldly fiercely and freely oh yeah And that's it, guys. That's it. The magic three is done.